Social Zoom Factor, episode 85. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Well, happy 2015. I can't believe it's already 2015. I hope that you were able to take some time off to rejuvenate and reinvigorate your life and your business for the new year. Those of you who follow me, you probably know I took about two weeks off. Our family went to Colorado in November for Thanksgiving, and that was just amazing, although it was a little cold, even though I I lived most of my life in Colorado. It's funny how your body changes. I've lived in Orlando for the past eight years, and now going back to Colorado, I was just freezing. So over the Christmas holiday, we stayed in Florida, but we took some time off. So we shut down our agency for the most part, just dealt with priority projects and had a few calls here and there, but really encouraged our clients to take time off as well. And being in the digital and creative and social space, it's really important that we all give ourselves room to breathe, room to think, room to expand our our mindset out of this box we put ourselves in every day. And I think on a daily basis, and as you're going into 2015, this is something you should really think about. If you have just been feeling like you are stuck in a rut, you may want to just Take some time to reset. Take some time out of the office. Go rent an office space, you know, in your downtown city or somewhere near to your home if you're working from home. And just a place that you can escape and you can bring those creative juices into action. And this leads us perfectly into the topic of today's podcast. So the title is Leave Doggy Paddle in the Dust for 2015. And And today we are going to talk about some strategies and tactics that is going to help you get in the fast lane. I want you to quit doggy paddling. And there are so many of you out there because I know I speak to you on a daily, weekly, monthly basis who are doggy paddling. You're in this life, you're in this business, and maybe you're starting a new business. Some of you are working inside of corporate walls and you're doggy paddling. And you're doing this mostly because you're afraid to go faster. You know, I think a lot of times we're afraid of success. We're afraid of what happens if I actually jump in the fast lane. So today I am going to give you 10 tips for how you can leave doggy paddle in the dust. Let's get started. Number one is you need to set goals prioritize and measure. Bottom line, you need to know where you are going and why. Plan your work and work your plan, as Granny would say. Prioritize and focus on what matters most to your life and your business 
every quarter, every month, every week, and every day. Only you know this, okay? One of the exercises that I recommend is starting with a list of priorities and start with life priorities. What are your priorities in life? Do you want to be the best mom ever, the best dad ever? Do you want to be the best community giver in your community? Somebody who's always servicing, signing up for all the charity, social good type of activities. That could be a goal for you. That's a goal for me. Part of what I'm doing, I am in chapter one right now of what is an amazing book that I am writing and crafting and inventing for my life, okay? The second chapter of my book is going to include servicing my community and greater good, probably 90% of my time. That is my goal. That's one of my priorities. So everything I'm doing now is going to help me get there. Okay. So what are your priorities in life? Do you want to be financially free? Do you want to be able to go travel around the world? Write down those priorities and put them in order. And you probably won't be able to do this in just one half hour session. You're going to want to write them down. Then you're going to want to come back to them a few times and really narrow those down and make sure you have the right priorities. You may even want to discuss them with a family member or a friend or whoever is important in your life and who may be part of these priorities. But you need to make sure that on a daily basis that you are getting closer to your goals. Okay, What is your goal in life? What are you trying to do? And then you want to do the same thing for your business because your business and your career goals should support your life goals. And that's why this podcast is called Social Zoom Factor. And that's why we say Live Life Zoomed because we believe that we can help you not only Zoom your business, but Zoom your life as a result of doing such. Okay. So I want you to have goals. I want you to prioritize. And then last, we want to make sure that we are measuring. So what does success look like? If you have a business goal that you want to build a community, you want to increase brand awareness, you want to increase revenue, how are you going to measure those things? You need to make sure that you are deciding that up front, not in December of 2015. And you're saying, how did we do? You need to set those key performance indicators and make sure that you have the tools in place to measure your your work. Number two is I want you to slow down to speed up. Okay. And I know for some of you who love or want to get in that fast track lane in 2015, you're thinking, I am just going to jump head first into that fast lane and I am going to go for it. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. I want you to go for it in 2015. However, Ever, I want you to slow down just a little bit before you jump in there. And I want you to make sure you know what you're going to do when you get in that fast lane because it's not just about swimming and moving those arms all over the place and trying to get somewhere. And really, you're not going much faster than a doggy paddle, right? You want to make sure you are 
agile. You want to make sure that that swim stroke is just so efficient. It's just beautiful that people can look at you and say, wow, she or he is really got it together this year. You know, it's really efficient and sustainability is another word I want you to think about. So I want you to be thinking about agility, about efficiency, about uh, integration, about sustainability. How are you going to build a business that's going to help you for the long term? Those should be all words that you learn and love in 2015. Number three, which is really important, and I know a lot of you are out there doing this today, quit peeping over the fence at your competitors. I want you to kick the FOMO, which is the fear of missing out to the curb in 2015. You are not going to miss out and destruct your life if you don't participate in every single Twitter chat of the week, okay? You don't need to be on every single Twitter chat. You don't need to be following every single one of your competitors online 24 hours a day, finding out what they're tweeting about, what they're eating, what they're doing. Quit wasting time on those things and focus more on your business, your goals, your life priorities, your business priorities, and executing to the plan that you are going to develop for 2015. And I particularly see this when it comes to social media because it's so easy to hop on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and just be sucked in, okay? You can you can hop on your mobile device and within seconds, you are just sucked in. And if you were one of those people who is guilty of just living the life of other people instead of your own self, you may find that you are following those competitors more than you're following your own industry. And we have clients who have came to us who have admitted this and we help them stop. We help them quit worrying about these things and start focusing on your own business. And I'll tell you, when we have made the decision in the past to do this, our business has just, I mean, jet-setted turbo compared to where we were before. We quit worrying about what our competition is doing. And we know a lot of them copy us. We know they follow us. I mean, I've seen my content wind up in their books out on Amazon multiple times. And I have learned to just let it go because the best thing that I can do is make sure that I am providing unique value to my audiences, to my partners, to my clients. Number four is I want you to do an honest assessment of your strengths and your weaknesses. I want you to assess your gaps. I want you to be realistic and you can download, I have a neat little worksheet you can download. This is a new tool we're just making available and announcing with this podcast. It is a one-page SWOT analysis and SWOT stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. But it is a worksheet that will walk you through how to put together a SWOT analysis for your business and simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash SWOT, S-W-O-T to download that. But you want to know what are 
the skills that you're lacking? What are your strengths? What are the skills that you have that you can really tap into? And if there are skills that you need, if there's training that you need, go get the training. If you've invested in tools, but you're not using them, that's both an opportunity, but it's also a gap because you haven't trained yourself on the tools, but you've invested money in them. So if I were doing an audit of your social and your marketing, and I see a list of tools that you've invested in, and you have not trained your team, or you are not utilizing those, that would be one of the first things I would tell tell you so you can maximize your ROI, the money you've already put into something. So take a look at all your assets, both tools and technology and software and people, and how can you best maximize them? How can you best bring people together to make sure they are working as efficiently as they can? That is what SWOT analysis is going to help you do. Number five is just put on your confidence hat, okay? You need to believe in yourself and feel confident that you are going to kick some butt this year, okay? You are gonna make your business go turbo in 2015, and I want you to believe that now. I want you to believe that you can take off those little water wings. I don't know if you've ever worn those, but they're the little blow-up water wings that can help you swim. I want you to take those off. We're, we're kicking doggy paddle to the curb, okay? I want you to believe that you're gonna kick some behind in 2015. You're gonna solve your problems. You're going to learn what you need to learn. You are gonna integrate as you need to integrate across the different facets of your business and you are going to succeed. So put on that confidence hat and quit looking over the fence at other people that are on chapter 20 when you're on chapter one, okay? Focus on where you are and what you need to do. Number six, know your audience. So what does your audience need from you today, tomorrow, this year? And why do they need that? I want you to figure out what it is that's keeping them up at night. And then I want you to give it to them better, faster, and different than your competitors. And this is where you need to understand who is serving your target customer. Okay, the customer segments that you want to attract organically. You need to understand what competitors are servicing them and how. And this is where social really does come in very handy because you can see publicly what conversations are happening. You can see how your target market, how your ideal customer is engaging with others in your industry. So you need to know where are they engaging online? Where are they engaging offline? How can you go have the most relevant conversation with them that you possibly can? And then you want to make sure that you are helping them solve their problems on a consistent basis as best as you can. And these may be big problems or they could be little problems. They could be little things that they need solved. Number seven, is embrace new technology to drive efficiencies and value. So these could be some of the things that you've put off on the back burner. Okay, maybe you have not really embraced mobile marketing. Maybe you've really not embraced some of the new communication mediums like Google Hangouts and virtual conferences that we can do. Social in general, maybe you've not fully embraced that. I want you to embrace new technologies that you haven't tried to date to drive efficiency, to drive value, and to drive improved communication with your team internally, with your partners, your stakeholders, your customers, 
and your soon-to-be customers. Because remember, we're thinking positive. We have the right mindset. So I want you to be establishing a framework and a foundation, leveraging the right technologies and tools and software and processes that's going to enable you to better have efficient communication, to be able to more easily provide value to your audience on a consistent basis. If you embrace things like mobile It is going to help you reach new markets. It's going to help you become different than your competitors. Did you know that 90% of people who have a mobile device, who own a mobile device, have that mobile device within arm's reach 100% of the time, okay? Things are moving mobile more than they ever have. And I have done some several podcasts on this topic. I encourage you to check those out. I will link to them at the show notes page for this podcast at socialzoomfactor.com slash 85 because this is episode 85. But you will see a lot coming from us this year about mobile marketing because Every year, you know, all the predictions say, this is the year of mobile marketing. Yes, every year has been the year of mobile marketing. And yes, you're going to see the volume turn up more in 2015. Same with 2016. So you need to quit ignoring some of these technologies. Number eight is I want you to think team T-E-A-M with a capital T. And I want you to not be afraid of delegating your weaknesses. Quit hoarding all those tasks that are driving you nuts, okay? I'm one of those people, I'm very guilty of this. I have a hard time letting go of things and particularly things that are personal, things that are really important in my business and my life, like communication with my clients. It's so hard for me. And I'll tell you on a daily basis, I struggle when we bring on new clients with totally letting that client go off to even a very qualified account manager because I just want to make sure that they are in good hands. But I'll tell you, it's something that I've worked on over my 20 plus year career. And the more that I am able to delegate my weaknesses, the better I do. And I learned years ago to delegate. And now sometimes I have issues with over delegating because I make sure that I put the right team in front of me, the right team to support me, that I can delegate those weaknesses. I can delegate even some of the things that I am good at that I don't have enough time always to do it in the best possible way to the best possible quality that I could. So if you are feeling overwhelmed and you feel that your business or your role within your corporate world has just gotten to a point that you can't take it any further. You're just overwhelmed and you need help. You need to build that plan so you can justify that investment. You need to make sure you're documenting what exactly is the skill set that this person is going to do or this new expanded team is going to do. And make sure as you're thinking team and thinking growing your team that you are first defining what needs to be done before you are defining what is that perfect role. Don't be deciding what does this person need to talk like, look like, how does she need to tweet or he and that type of thing. 
you need to define what are the skills that are needed. What are the things that you can outsource or that you can hire internally for somebody to help you with? Then you go and you identify the person that has those skills. And that's another thing we've learned the hard way over the years is it's so easy to want to hire friends and family and uh, bring in team members. If I worked 15 plus years in corporate America, and I learned that very early in my career, not to just hire somebody because I like them, make sure you hire people that are going to be able to do the job that you need them to do because otherwise it could just end up creating more work for you at the end of the day. Number nine is I want you to have a no excuses mindset. We are going to knock fear out of your life and your business. There is no room for fear in your life or your business this year because if you want to quit doggy paddling, you can't be afraid because probably the reason you are doggy paddling is you're afraid to go fast. So there are no excuses this year. I don't want to hear excuses you don't have money. I don't want to hear excuses you don't have team. I don't want to hear excuses you don't know how to do Twitter. You don't know how to do Facebook. You don't know how to do content marketing. There are enough resources on our blog alone. If you go to themarketingnuts.com with a Z or my personal blog at pammarketingnut.com or go check out the 84 podcasts to date on all of these topics and the all of the other thought leaders that are out there providing you information to help you solve these problems. There's no excuses. You need to set your goals, you need to prioritize, and you need to roll up your sleeves this year and get to work, okay? Number 10 is I want you to have fun, okay? You have got to take some time off and don't get so busy building a life that you forget to live it. And as I always say, Dream it, plan it, do it, love it, and live it. So dream, plan, do, love, live. You've got to live. And if you are running out of things to write about for your blog, you're running out of things to put on your video platform, you don't know what type of content to write, your head feels like it's just exploding, you need to go take some time off. Go to the beach. I'm going to be heading to Cocoa Beach this weekend, and I cannot wait, all right? Who knows how warm it's going to be. It's probably going to be 50 degrees, but, you know, we're determined to go there. And so I want you to do the same thing. We will continue this conversation out on Twitter and Facebook. You can simply follow the hashtag pound social zoom factor. We're always going 24 hours a day. And then we have our get real chat Twitter chat, which is every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And we will be talking about all of these topics throughout the year. So I encourage you to hook up with us online and let's continue the conversation. I know that your time is so very limited and I hope that this information was useful for you today and I hope it enables you to go Zoom Turbo and stop the doggy paddle in 2015. Have an amazing year. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.